Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. Jumpstart number 2653, first written August 14th, the year 2020. Daniel 3, Daniel chapter 5, verse 30. That same night, Belshazzar, the Chaldean king, was slain. Our verse today concludes the Babylonian Empire. While the Medes and the Persians were surrounding the city and preparing an attack, Belshazzar was throwing a drunken, blasphemous party on the inside. He invited a thousand people. The vessels of God that Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple were brought in and used to toast the gods of Babylon. Disrespectful, godless, blasphemous, mocking this Babylonian king never learned a thing from the recent Babylonian history and their great king Nebuchadnezzar. A hand suddenly appeared. Words were written on the wall. Everyone could see it, and no one knew what it meant. Nearly passing out in fear, the king offered riches and a position of a third highest in the kingdom if an explanation could be given. The wise men of Babylon couldn't do it. Daniel was brought in. He understood that this was a divine message from God. Before he interprets, he preaches. Daniel's tone is serious, stern, and to the point. The foolish king has learned nothing from the past. The kingdom was coming to an end. The fulfillment of Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the statue was beginning to take place. Another kingdom was going to rule. The Babylonians had served the purpose of God, and God no longer had need for them. God is moving kings and kingdoms as he wills. And now it was time for Babylon to be removed from the game board and put away in the box. And as our verse indicates, it didn't take God long to do things. That same night, it all happened. That same night that the hand appeared. That same night that Daniel told the meeting. That same night that the reality hit that arrogant king. That same night he was slain and Babylon fell. As the king was partying, the Medes and the Persians were nearly inside the city. God didn't give Belshazzar time to think things over. There was no time to repent. The curtain fell. That very night he was slain. That very night it all changed. The Lord would use a similar thought in his parable about the rich, foolish farmer. He had plans to tear down his barns and build larger barns. It was all planned out. His future looked great. He failed to include God, thank God, or even follow God. That very night his soul was required of him. That very night he died. Belshazzar and the rich king or the rich farmer both died that very night. From this, we ought to see some lessons. First, not everyone lives happily ever after. This Babylonian king didn't. The rich farmer didn't. Their time was up. They didn't have another day. That night, immediately their souls were required. Life is made up of choices, and if one spends a lifetime making the wrong choices, the outcome will not be pleasant in eternity. Second, God's timetable is set to heaven's clock and not ours. When God is ready, things happen. They happen quickly. They happen without notice. They happen whether we are ready or not. That same night, immediately is what we might say. Third, some run out of opportunities to change. The Babylonian king did. The rich farmer did. There was no invitation song for them. There was no going home and thinking things out for them. God called their souls and they died. They died unprepared. They died in disobedience. They died and they were not ready to meet God. Fourth, not everyone's going to heaven. The Bible specifically shows the way to destruction is broad and crowded with people. Yet the way so many think, you get the impression that just about everyone is going to make it. God is too good and too loving, some preachers presented, to allow anyone to be lost. This Babylonian king story didn't end well for him. The rich farmer story didn't end well for him. And ignoring God, it will not end well for us as well. 
Fifth, we often do not know when our last day will be. In the movies, death is so dramatic. The music plays. There are final words, and it's very moving. But that's the movies. I've seen far too many people take their final breath. It's not like that at all. They simply stop, and that's it. Had Belshazzar known that he was going to die in an invasion that night, he likely would have skipped that banquet. He would have done things differently. Had that farmer in the Lord's story known that he was going to die that night, he would have done things differently. Neither knew. Death came. Ready or not, it comes. It comes when we're busy. It comes when we're needed by others. It comes at a time that's not convenient. It simply comes. What if today was your last day? According to the stats, 7,000 people will die today. For a few, their families knew it would be soon. Sickness and disease made them realize that death was just a moment away. But for others, today will be the last day, and like this Babylonian king and like the rich farmer, they have no clue. They expect to be here tomorrow, but they won't. They were busy making plans and filling schedules for the rest of the week, the month, and the year. But those things won't happen. Funerals will be planned. Everything has stopped. Their souls were required. They passed through that door of death, ready or not, and now they stand before God. Now, all of this leads to a couple of conclusions. First, one can become paranoid and scared and fail to live. Knowing that one day will be our last day, we can live in a perpetual state of mourning and fear and not make any plans and do nothing at all except sit at home and wait for death to come. That's a terrible way to exist. That's not healthy, productive, nor what God wants. Or second, we can walk by faith, live with the hope of God that he's given to us. Rather than being fixated upon death, we fill each day with the glory of God, knowing that when our day comes, we are ready. Build a foundation upon Christ. Make a difference in the lives around you. Make worship meaningful and significant. Put the kingdom first in your life. Make plans, but keep your eyes on heaven. This isn't our home, but heaven is. Know that someday heaven will send angels to carry you home to the Lord. Believe, trust, obey, walk, drive out fear and worry. Make it your ambition to please the Lord. And when our last day is here, whether it's today, tomorrow, or down the road, we'll be ready because we've longed to see the Lord all of our life. That very night, what an expression. Live well, live godly, live righteously. The Lord will take care of you. Thank you for listening.